You know, when I look at things like the Wall Street Silver and the, you know, the hashtag Silver Squeeze and the hashtag Keep, keep Stacking and all that stuff, you know, when all that stuff started, um, it was really an inverse indicator, right? They, they, they were thinking they were contrarian or being contrarian, but really, um, I was contrarian to them. I was selling silver stocks in my letter in March of 2021, right? Special coverage of the New Orleans Investment Conference is brought to you by Victoria Gold, leading Yukon's new gold rush. Welcome back to SF Live. We're here at the New Orleans Investment Conference. My name is Kai Hoffman. I'm the at JR Mining Guy on Twitter and the CEO of the SOAR Financial Group. And uh, we got some special guests here. Nick Hodge, first time on SF Live. You are the co-founder of Digest Publishing and also the publisher of Daily Profit Cycle. It's great to have you. We've seen each other a lot of times. We never really had a chance to chat. Kai, so it's, it's great, great to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, like let, let's dive right in. Like we're trying to keep the conference interviews a bit shorter and snappier. What are some of the themes you picked up here? It's been 24 hours now. Yeah, it's, it's relatively bearish. I mean, you're, you're in, I think, a bear market for not only stocks, but the, the metals as well. And this is, you know, traditionally a metals conference. Um, you know, we were talking before we started recording about a pivot, and yeah. I've taken to, to silencing the T and pivot and calling it Pivot because we're going to continue to wait for it like Godot, <laughs> which who never came, right? Um, and, and, and so um, I think it's a, it's a bit downtrodden, if, if I'm being honest. Um, you know, if you look at the charts of the companies in the exhibit hall, they're uh, down and to the right, right? Yeah. Opposite of what the investors here would like. <laughs> So everyone wants to know when things are going to turn around, and um, so I think the, comp the, the the sentiment is a bit is a bit negative. Let's start there actually with our conversation. Like obviously negative sentiment. We have a higher CPI print today than expected. Mm -hmm. uh, gold was down 1.6 percent intraday, and all of a sudden we're green. Really interesting times. Um, where, where do you see things headed right now? And like maybe let's talk about Fed rate policy as well. Yeah, it's easy to come up with a narrative on days like this. You know, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, bad news was good news because you know bad economic news means the Fed is going to pivot sooner than anyone thinks. And uh, today we had bad news and a higher CPI, and you know the markets tanked and then turned entirely around, like you said. So it's easy to come up with a narrative and. and what I'd like to do is take a step back and, and, and look and see where we are in the overall trends of things. Um, I think we're in a, in a bear market and a recession that you know uh, materialized a quarter ago when we had the second negative uh, GDP print for the U.S. And so uh, I don't see a lot of improvement for you know a half a year. Call it two quarters to come. So. Um, we're in the midst of earnings season for, for the S&P. They're going to be um, not negative, but they're on their way to negative. Uh, well, all the outlooks are negative. Like it's, guidances I've been oh hearing. Man. Is, I mean, FedEx pooled guidance, you yes, know. I mean, that was they, last they, week. They see, yeah. all, the, they see all, the, all the packages that, that go. <laughs> they're calling for a global recession. The McDonald's CEO says we're um, in a recession. And um, you've got these earnings that were really good in 2021. Because you remember, everyone got checks in 2020 for the, uh, the pandemic. Exactly. They spent those checks and, and, and corporate earnings were good. You know, corporate earnings growth last year in the third quarter was 40 some percent. <laughs> this year it's going to be between four and six percent and, and, and it's likely going to go negative. So um, we've got these these things that are really driving the, the economic contraction, a contraction cycle that we haven't seen in quite some time. Yeah. Do, you, do you see the Fed hiking continuously? Like do you have a target rate in mind? Like if you take a step back, is there a sort of a ceiling yeah. you think they're going to hit at some point? I mean, everyone's an expert on the Fed, <laughs> and I'll, I'll be the first to admit that I'm not. So, um, you know, the Fed did the wrong thing at the wrong time. They're, they're the, one of the causers of this recession, certainly one of the causers of this uh, record, in, not record inflation, but, you know, 40-year high inflation that we've seen. And now they're saying that they're going to, you know, land the plane softly, which uh, I don't <laughs> buy, you know. Uh, at least Jerome is giving us a bit of honesty, saying to prepare for pain, right? They're already at, what, two and a half? 
5% on the federal funds rate. Um, the expectations say they're going to 4.5%. You know, I think they hike a couple of more times, and I think they think they have room to, right? Because you know, one of the Fed's mandate is, is employment, and the employment market sort of hasn't been affected yet, right? If you look at the traditional you know, way a, a recession cascades, it's sort of, um, you know, uh, earnings and profits and housing first and then employment last and so you know employment in the US has been relatively strong and I think as long as that holds up the the Fed can continue to hike and that's why yeah. I, you know, I say people that are waiting for this pivot I, I think they're gonna have to continue to wait a little bit yeah, how pretty, high we're pretty much I mean, at full employment right now that's three and exactly a half percent right. that's pretty much full employment that's exactly right. right but you're gonna see that start to go in the next couple of quarters right we were just talking about you know shrinking earnings and yeah. the economic contraction I mean that is going to lead into layoffs but not until you get a couple of more uh, hikes, I think. I mean, you know, the market's pricing in four and a half percent on the federal funds rate. And, no. You know, that starts to cause real pain, not just on Main Street with the mortgages and no. already at seven percent, potentially going to whatever nine or ten percent if they go that high. But um, things really breaking in, in bond markets and, and credit markets. I mean, and, no. I, and I'm not really an expert on that, but I'm certainly a watcher. And you know, I see things in England starting to break. I see you know credit default swaps for Credit Suisse and other banks, you know, uh, going haywire. And so things are starting to break. But, um, you know, the Fed says some pain, and I think they hike a bit more. It'll be interesting to see. You mentioned cheap money, and it brings me sort of to the meme stocks as well and sort of uh, what we've seen in the last two years. And I've been watching quite a few YouTube, like, Finfluencers, like yeah. on, on YouTube, for example, and real estate, they own 100 apartments and talk about how great everything is. They're big real estate moguls. But it's all financed, right? So when you're talking about 9 10% mortgage rates, I'm curious who's going to survive the next 12 to 24 months. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of Instagram accounts that go away. I've been seeing them as well, right? There's all these experts on TikTok and Instagram, and I see. Um, but I'm not sure how long they've been in the game and, and how many real assets they own and how many economic cycles they've seen. Um, you they might have to look for a real job at some point. Right? <laughs> that's exactly right. You know, I think that's coming. And you know, what's interesting is some of the advice that they, um, let's say, push it ha has been wrong. You know, you mentioned memes, and my yeah. talk is about meme stocks and some of the social media influence that's come in, uh, especially about silver, because we're here at a precious metals conference. And yeah. you know, when I look at things like the Wall Street silver and the, you know, the hashtag silver squeeze and the hashtag keep keep stacking and all that stuff, you know, when all that stuff started, um, it was really an inverse indicator, right? They they, they were thinking they were contrarian or being contrarian, yeah. but really, um, I was contrarian to them. I was selling silver stocks in my letter in March of 2021. Right, that was when silver yeah. was at 28 bucks. You know, um, when they when when that whole movement started, you know, silver's going to the moon. Right. Well, you know, silver's gone from 28 bucks to, to 18 bucks yeah. in that time. It's lost a third of its value. Um, and so some of this advice and, and, and about and I get it. You know, I was young once. I was in my 20s. You know, I read about the Fed, the creature from Jekyll yeah. Island, um, all these conspiracy stuffs, the, the 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 Council on Foreign Relations. Um, and, and I get the fear, I do, but it's not how you need to invest on a day-to-day, -day, right? Like, they're not coming to feed you bugs, and there's not going to be some central bank digital currency that supplants everything. Like, that's just not the... Investing the, with emotions is just not the right way to do it. That's exactly right. And so, and death of the dollar is a big one, oh, which yeah. is a good point, right? Because I see, you know, the, the, the dollar's going to fail, the, all this inflation is so bad. But if you actually look at the dollar, it's been one of the strongest <laughs> asset classes for yeah. the past year. I mean, you've got a, a DXY index that is... A, up around 115 at, at some 20 year highs. And so really the place to be has been, you know, hashtag cash is not trash. Yeah. I mean, even hashtag. Ray Dalio pivoted in yeah. that respect. <laughs> no, there's so much exactly going into that. And let's talk a little more about memes and to the moon, like a requiem for rabbit or 
right? Ra rabid, rabid re Redditors. Re yeah. Re yeah, let's talk about that. Like, it is an interesting indicator. And a lot of here are followers of, of those channels as well. Like, talk about some more of the points in your presentation. Yeah, well, I talk about being a contrarian's contrarian, right? We've got to a point where, um, you know, contrarianism has been usurped or, or adopted by this whatever, this cabal of, you know, social media gurus and, and YouTube gurus and, you know, uh, everyone's an expert on, on finance and things now. But like I say, I, I found them to be a, an actual contrarian indicator. I mean, yeah. a couple of weeks ago, we had a slight pullback in the dollar, if you remember, and a slight yep. pullback in the From 114 in to 110. And and hashtag silver squeeze started <laughs> trending again. And once again, it marked the two-month high for It's silver. crazy. I have to admit, like one of our, our videos, like, they had silver squeeze in the title. And uh, I think a title one banks just got a taste. Yeah. Right? best performing video. Right, so I think memes are great. You know, I love looking at memes. I think they're funny, you know. I love poking fun at the government. I think they're inept, you know. I think the Fed is a, a unelected group that really, you know, sways power over our global finances. But at the same time, you can't invest based on memes, right? Like, um, I see this one uh, meme with this girl, and sorry to make this a meme conversation. <laughs> it's awesome. It's this girl, she's running away, like screaming giddy, and the, and the text is, you know, every time I leave the, the coin dealer, I realize, and, and realizing that I just gave them paper for coins and it's like <laughs> yeah. the paper that you just traded in has been stronger than the coin for the past year and so maybe you can get in a, a, t a conversation about time frames at some point there is going to be uh, you know a, a gold run back to 2000 and a silver run to, to 30 bucks but it's not going to be in the next six months it certainly hasn't been in the past year since all this um, you know silver talk started going around and so I think you got to work yourself through this recession maintain a healthy cash position um, you know I write a macro letter every month and, and we were in a third cash to, to start the year and now we're in 50% cash wow. and so I mean there's not a lot to do out there unless you're a shorter or a, a put buyer but you know in a couple of quarters when we get back to actual economic growth as um, you know I, I think inflation has peaked it remains stubbornly high but it's not 8.3 percent yeah. you know it's um, you know 6.2 now well, exactly. core CPI 6.6 yeah, yeah the core yeah yeah and so but but you know as that starts to come down and we get back to real economic growth there's going to be a place to buy stocks again and if you yeah. think back to previous recessions which again, some of these social media crowd don't remember because they're, they're too young. It's been 12 yeah. years um, or whatever it's been. Um, you're going to get to a point where commodities and, and the precious metals are going to rip higher. But, you know, history says it's on the backside of the recession. You know, gold didn't take off until 2010, no. 2011 after the last one. Yeah. What are you advising your readers now for the next six, 12 months now? The six months. Let's, let's take six months because 12 months is a long time away. Yeah. So <laughs> I write two newsletters. I write a, a, a safe money one, a retirement one that's monthly, mm -hmm. more macro focused, and then a speculative one where we deal with some of these penny stocks, stocks and definitely. TSXV stocks and things like that. So on the safe side, like I just said, we're in, we're in half cash. Yeah. Uh, we're in a little bit of gold. We reflect that with like a GLD ETF, for example. Yeah. Um, and then we're in a couple of high dividend yielding stocks, like on the on the consumer staple side of okay. things, like tobacco stocks, for example. But Johnson & Johnson, Nestle's, I guess. Those. Uh, I mean, we don't own those specifically, but, but those would be good examples. Yeah, yeah, exactly. General Mills would be actually yeah. a really good example. Um, and you know that's how we're weathering the storm. You know we sold Nasdaq late last year. We we got out of energy stocks. Um, you know every sector except for energy and the S and P is down for the year. And so yep. um, I'm just telling them, you know, uh, maintain your cash position. There'll be things to buy on, on the back side of this. And then on the speculative side of things, it's almost the same thing. You know, um, the the TSXV is down 40 percent for the year, Kai. And so it's, if you're speculating, it's it's been a tough road. Been, to, to look to at my home. account. Look at my portfolio. And, and it's rough. I, exactly right. 
And so, um, like I just said, down 40% on the TSXV, and we've lost, I don't know, maybe 8% in that letter or yeah. something. And some of the, the equities we, we do hold, um, they're up because we were in them for so long and yeah. we got really good prices. Like we're up on some uranium names, for example. But if I look yeah. at the cannabis space or if I look at the a psychedelic space, which I do like as a sector, it's, it's you know. Oh, that's completely beaten up. Ex exactly yeah. right. No. And so um, about half cash in those speculative positions as well and, and really not looking to, to deploy capital. Normally I would go in this exhibit hall and talk to 20 companies yeah. and there's maybe three or four in my list that I want to talk to. I haven't to. been in there yet either. Yeah. I have to admit, I haven't been in yet. So not too intrigued because I know I've got time. Exactly What do you right. make of tax loss selling maybe as one of the last points? Well, it's going to get really bad. So. Um, you're going to get some really cheap prices. There are some speculations, I'm talking about junior mining companies yep. now, that are trading for close to cash or, or less than cash. <laughs> um, they become attractive. The problem is how cheap can they go? So yep. tax law selling is going to be really bad this year. There, there might be some opportunities to pick up some names, maybe in the commodities that have held up, like lithium um, and uranium. But on the whole, um, it's going to get worse before it gets yep. better in, in, the, in the speculative metal spectrum. Okay. Very last question. If there's everything is down, there's got to be a bull market somewhere. Do, you, do yes. you see one right now? So I just mentioned lithium. You yeah. know, lithium carbonate still at $70,000 $70, a ton. So that yeah. hasn't gone down too, too much. Uranium prices are actually marginally up for the year. Yeah. Um, what's gone up? The energy complex is still holding up okay, yeah. the oil and gas space. Um, and then some of the softer commodities. So if you look at like the entire CRB commodity mm -hmm. index, you know, that holds 19 commodities and yeah. they're not all metals. Um, if you look at some of the softs like wheat and corn, for example, those, yeah. are, those are doing okay. Okay, perfect. Awesome. Nick, where, where can we find more of you? So you can find it at dailyprofitcycle.com. We have daily editorials there, and then at digestpublishing.com. All the premium publications are listed there. You're on Twitter as well, Eknid Hodge. At Nick C. Hodge. Nick C. Hodge. There it is. I'm slurring words. We've done like 10 interviews already <laughs> today. Busy. So, Nick, thank you so much for coming on. Great conversation. Loved it. We'll have to do this again Appreciate very it, soon. Appreciate it, Anytime. And to everybody else, thank you so much for tuning in. SF Live special coverage here from the New Orleans Investment Conference. Follow us on YouTube, follow us on Twitter, leave a comment. What do you think? We want to hear from you, and uh, we'll be back with lots more. Thank you so much.